You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for arguments. You are God all by yourself. You've got times and seasons in your hands. You call for light out of darkness. You don't need a man. You don't need a man to be the God you are. You've called me your own. You are God. You are God. From beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. Lord, that is our confession this morning. You are God Almighty. this God who holds all the seasons in his time in his hands he's still God he's the God of the mountains in the valley he's still God he loves us so much that's what he has just told us acknowledge him this morning will he be your God and your God unto the end this morning declare it if indeed he is God to you. Are there arguments in your hearts? God is saying, put it to rest. I am still God. I have not lost control of the entire universe. You are, I am still God. And when a time for a thing comes, in your sovereignty, you allow it. Lord, we worship you in your awesomeness. We acknowledge your sovereignty. Thank you, Father. We have a God that knows the end from the beginning. He upholds all things by the word of his power. Acknowledge this God this morning. Acknowledge this God this morning. He's the keeper of Israel who neither sleeps nor slumber. He's saying he's watching over us if we remain under his canopy. If we remain in Goshen. Reveal the secrets to us and draw us near. Lord, do what you do to keep men in Goshen. Do it to us. Keep us. Send the word that will keep us. Reveal the secret to us. In Jesus' name we pray. This morning, I want to quickly announce to us 
that it's not about any man. We are releasing the whole session to God. So we need to be attentive to the secrets he wants to release to us. Individually or collectively. Don't be far from your Bible. Don't be distracted. Allow God to lead. He will release the secrets. He knows how to keep us in Goshen. He will release what will keep you in Goshen to you. Thank you, Father. Thank you because we know you're already here. Our Father, we look up to you for help. Some trust in chariots. Some in horses. And obviously, it is clear. It's clear. The horses are failing. The chariots are crumbling. But Lord, we are glad that we have a God who is in charge. We have come to you. Our hope looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary. Attend to our prayers this morning, Lord. Lord, give us this secret that will keep us far. Lord, help us to understand. Grant us understanding of these times. And cause us to walk in this understanding. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this great privilege. We are not taking it for granted. We are not in any way taking it for granted. We ask, O oh Lord, that you will have your full course. Even in this season. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Zechariah chapter 10. Very quickly, let's open to Zechariah chapter 10. Verse 1 and 2. We have come to pray. And we are glad that God has told us that he has come for us. I'm happy to hear that God has responded to us in mercy. He is our father. Zechariah chapter 10. Please make sure you have your Bible. Make sure you are following God this morning. As we believe him to revive us. As we believe him to do something definite in our lives. This morning God brought this word to my heart first. That when he said to help a people, he grants them access. When God is said to help us. When God is said to help a people, he gives them access to himself. And I just recall the servant of God said, God does not give you asset. It's access. It's access. And little wonder, Moses said on the journey, if you will not, if we will lack access, Lord, I'm not going. If at each point in time we will not be able to access you, Lord, we will not go from here. That God has called us to access it this morning is an assurance in my heart that God is set to help us. Help is available for us. Zechariah chapter 10 verses 1 and 2. Ask the Lord for rain in the springtime. It is the Lord who makes the storm. The storm clouds. He gives showers of rain to men. And plants of the field to everyone. The idols speak deceit. Diviners see visions that lie. 
They tell dreams that are false. They give comfort in vain. Therefore, the people wandered like sheep oppressed for lack of a shepherd. May the Lord bless this word to our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. This morning, we will take our bearing as we begin to pray from this place. As we get an exo- a charge to go in the place of prayer. As God has already assured us that we should pour our hearts to him. In the word of prophecy, God said we should pour our hearts. Please enjoy the liberty. Pour your hearts to the Father. But note a few things from this place we have have just read. First is this, and I see it in view of our theme. He said, ask for rain in these latter days. Ask for rain in springtime. Ask for rain in the season of the rain. And so the first thing I see God saying to us is that this is a season for rain. We are in rainy season. Even though it might sound obvious, rain fell over the night. So it's not out of place to ask for rain. Brethren, it is springtime. It is time for the latter rain. The word of prophecy came and told us, I wish God is sounding as though we should have understood better that this is the time. This is the time. This is the time for what is happening now. Otherwise, if it is not the time, God has lost control. God is still in charge. So that God is saying, and he has called us before now to look in this direction. Is a more an affirmation to us that it is time for the latter rain. For me, that's the first thing I see God saying to us to give us faith, to stay faith in our hearts for expectation that this is the time. This is the time. But then the next thing we must settle and we will note as we keep praying is that it is God that gives rain. When I saw that, I don't know how it is sounding to you, but how it first sounded to me is this. Rain will not fall because it is just season. Because in rainy season, there are times rains are not falling. So how it dawned on me is that Rain will not fall only because it is season. It is because God will release it. It is God that brings rain. It is God that causes rain to fall. It is God that will bring revival. In as much as it is time for revival, it is God that will bring it. It is God that makes it to happen. Oh, it is, he is the one that is in charge. But, verse 2, 
is raising a concern. I don't know, maybe for some of us, we have fallen victims to this or victims of this situation. And what is it? We have been carried away and said, this is the season, and therefore we have started listening to lies. And we take God for granted. We have followed after idols. God began this year with us and raised the issue of idols. Where is your heart? When we came for our covenant prayer, God was talking about where your heart is. As much and as clear as it is that it is rainy season, as much and as we know that it is God that gives rain, where is your heart? Have we followed after idols? Have we set our hope on some things that are lying to us already? I hope we know that even the governments are stranded. I hope we know that where their strength is lying is failing. I hope we know also that in this season, even the stronger, the mighty are afraid. Because all that they have trusted in has failed. But, and that is where we begin to pray. That verse, that chapter started with one word. Let's go back there. He said you should do what? Ask. Even though it is the season, even though God gives rain, you have a part to play. This morning, we have come to do what? To ask. Brethren, you know how the, the word ask came to me? First, by implication, it may just be inquire. Inquire. But as I ponder the more on this word, God gave me an understanding about this, the implication of asking for rain in the season from him that gives rain. And brethren, I got a word that will replace it. For some of us that know economics, you will understand it now. Is demand. Demand. Place a demand. Don't just inquire. Don't just request. Demand. How does it mean to you? I saw God saying that. For the latter rain to be released. For this release that God will make to be. It takes men that we place demand. And one thing we remember we learned of economics. Is one thing we demand is what? Ability to pay. Our request must be backed with an ability. I began to wonder, God, what are you bringing to us? And you know what? I realized that after two days, He will revive us. On the third day, He will raise us up. After two days, He will revive us on the third day. He will raise us up. Then, then shall we know if we follow unto the Lord. He 
come unto us. When we press on to know the Lord, not just when we ask, when a longing, there is a dimension of God we have come, where we get to know it demands God to come. It places a demand. It shows an ability to receive it. Then shall we know. It is when we have come to know the Lord. So you may just think it's to ask. This morning, we are going to ask the Lord to help us to know him. Because until then, he will not come unto us as the latter rain. That we see in Hosea chapter 6, I read verses 1 to 3, and I saw there that this latter rain thing comes by demand. Not just asking, you place a demand. But we pray that the Lord will send rain. But we will demand for rain as we press on to do what? To know the Lord. Then he will come unto us. What, what receives the response of God as the latter rain is a pressing on with the Lord. This morning, it is not enough that it is raining season. It is not enough that God is the one that gives rain. Much more is your ability to do what? Place a demand. Are we ready to place a demand this morning? Will we desire, will there be a hunger in our heart for the rain? I noticed one thing. Why God had to make mention that he's the one that brings rain? is because men that we place demand are placing demand on God's capability, God's ability. I was sharing with my wife last night from this place and I told her that something just struck my heart. That even in the face of this pandemic, God is building a capacity to place demand. The men's fellowship, when we were praying on Wednesday, God brought that to us. When we were praying here, we saw that to place demand, you need a capacity of faith to place it. The truth is, it is the way you see God that you will engage him. If you think rain comes by season, you will look at the clouds and say, let there be rain. But if you know that there is a rainmaker, if there is a God who causes rain to fall, you will engage him for rain. And what was it? I was telling her that if a son does not see a capacity in the father, to buy him sweets, I don't think in the logical sense of a child, he will think the father will buy him a car. It is when he sees that the father picked sweet for him and then picked one snack for him, you say, hi, this daddy can buy something. Daddy, I want that one. 
Do you know what he's saying? I see in you an ability to make this mine. Brethren, the Lord said to us that the journey is still far. And indeed, the journey is far. I was in a service, Thanksgiving service of my undergraduate chapel, 20 years of existence. Just, I think that was on Thursday. And one word that struck me in that Thanksgiving is, if you have any assurance that the world will get better, I'm sorry for you. It's not going to look any better. It's not going to get any better. Because we have heard over and again in this place and from this pulpit that greater than this. You know before this came, at the point of Ebola, during our announcement, during prayers, we heard that a greater than Ebola was coming. Am I, do I have a witness here? Now, are we expecting another one? Are we expecting another one? Why are you afraid of saying it? But what God is saying to us in this is, if you are able to see God as the keeper, the one that kept you through Ebola, and is keeping you through COVID-19, it builds in you a capacity for the ones that is ahead. Now, not in your ability to keep yourself, but in the fact that that is just speak sweet for me when we went to buy the victory over Ebola. And it was just a snack he gave to me in COVID-19. Whatever it is that is ahead, I can place a demand on this God. But it takes men that we see that we sail through Ebola by the hands of God. Oh, I shared with my wife and I told her something that struck my heart. And we'll get to pray from that point. Which is this. Men will have experiences and take it in different ways. When Elijah was about to be taken, the sons of prophets told Elisha, what did they tell him? Your master is about to go. They knew the time. They knew that it was time for Elijah to go. But it took an Elisha to engage God in that situation. And what was it about Elijah? It was that when he was going with Elijah, Elisha rather, he crossed Jordan on a dry ground. With who? With Elijah. When Elijah left him, he came back to Jordan. Another pandemic, when he breaks forth, when we get to the Jordan or the edge of it, do you know what we will say? Where is the God that answered when Elijah was carrying us through this place? It is not how will I go through this now. He placed a demand. Remember we are talking about demand. He made a demand on heaven. And what happened? Jordan opened. God wants to build a capacity in us. Oh, did you remember David? Time will fail us. When David was handling lion and deer, and a Goliath came, a greater than Ebola, and COVID came. What did he say? The God who handled that one. You know, he didn't say, that skill I used when the lion was coming. He didn't, did you hear him say that? You know, what he responded to Saul with is that, the God who handled those small, small things, he will give me into your hands. That was his confidence. Because he lives. I can face tomorrow because he Oh yes, our God is alive. He's not dead. Oh yes. Our God is not timid by COVID. He's not confused. Our God 
God is still in charge. God is still in charge. Oh, he's still in charge. from that Hosea chapter 6 and verse 3 another person Joel 2.23 oh Lord help us to pray this morning he holds my future my life is worth living just because he Hosea chapter 3, chapter 6 from verse 1 to 3. Come, let us return to the Lord. That is the first thing. Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn into pieces, but he will do what? He will heal us. He has injured us, but he will do what? He will bind us up. After two days, what will happen? He will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us that we may live where in his presence in Goshen that we may live in Goshen let us acknowledge the Lord and that is where we are going to be praying this morning let us acknowledge the Lord let us know that he is the God that is still in charge let us acknowledge the Lord before we press on to knowing to pressing to know the Lord can we acknowledge this God? As we come to Him, let us acknowledge this God. You know, we just sang, because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Can you acknowledge that He holds your future? That is if He has started holding it. This morning, can we acknowledge the Lord? Can we acknowledge Him as the one who holds the reins? Can we acknowledge Him as the one who holds our future can we acknowledge him as the keeper can we acknowledge him as our hope in the face of this pandemic let us oh scripture says they that do know their God this acknowledgement will make you strong they that do know their God will be strong they shall be strong. They that do know their God. Do you know your God? How do you know him? Declare it to him. Declare to him who he is. Acknowledge.
acknowledge him this morning acknowledge him this morning he's God of the good times he's God even in the bad times he's God he's the keeper of Israel who neither sleeps nor slumber acknowledge this God he's a God in the mountains he's the God in the valley Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Men who have strength, it fails. Verse 2 of our text says that it has lied to them. But this God never fails. He never fails us. He never fails. Acknowledge this God as a God who never fails. He's the same God. Acknowledge this God. If you are under the influence of my voice, there is one other way to acknowledge Him. It's acknowledging Him as the Lord of your life. The way He lays hold on your future is by being Lord over that life. Is that He saves you first from sin. This morning, acknowledge Him as your Savior. Acknowledge Him as the one that can save you. Acknowledge Him as your Savior. Are you saved? Is He your Lord? Acknowledge Him as your Savior. Acknowledge Him as your Lord. If you are not saved, if you have not been redeemed, this is your time to acknowledge Him as your Savior. Salvation is a full package. When God saved you, He had this time in mind. This morning, can we acknowledge this God? Acknowledge this God. Acknowledge Him as the one who has saved you. If you have not been saved, acknowledge Him as your Lord now. That is where it begins from. If you have not been saved, it is time to acknowledge Him as your Savior. Are you listening to us? Are you here in this auditorium? Wherever it is you are, the first way to acknowledge Him is to acknowledge Him as your Lord and Savior. Acknowledge Him this morning. That is the former reign. Will you acknowledge him now as your Lord and ask him to save you from your sins? That is the beginning of acknowledging him. That is where acknowledging him begins. Are you here and you are not saved? Or you are hearing me and you are not saved? That is where acknowledging starts from. Acknowledge the Lord. Acknowledge him as your Savior. Acknowledge and surrender to him to save your soul. When he saves you, he can keep you. Jesus speaking says he's able to keep to the uttermost. God is able to keep them that are his. It is by acknowledging him as your savior and lord that you become his. Are you washed? Are you cleansed in the blood? <laughs> 
Lord, we ask that there will be a cleansing for souls. If you are saved here, acknowledge the Lord and acknowledge your day of salvation. Acknowledge what happened. Acknowledge who you will have amounted to today but for his salvation, for his interruption in your journey. I noted that about Paul, he doesn't forget it. Acknowledge it. Who would you have been but for the Lord's intervention? What would you have amounted to if Jesus had not interrupted? Acknowledge it this morning. It is still that same power he's going to use to keep you. The same power that he used to pull you out of sin. He will keep us by that power. By that we have become his own. That is what gives us access to Goshen. Acknowledge this God. I have made you too small in my eyes.
because they see a pandemic bigger than their God already. Oh, Saul saw a Goliath and he was overwhelmed because he thought God was not close to the knees of Goliath. Acknowledge this God that is bigger than all our troubles. Acknowledge him as the one that is able to do all things until he's magnified in your heart. Your eyes cannot be set on him. Where you see hope from, that is where your eyes will go. Where hope seems to be coming from is where your heart will be. If God be magnified, your heart will be on Him. Lord, be magnified in the midst of your people. In the course of this pandemic, Lord, be magnified in the nations. Be magnified in our hearts. Be magnified. Lord be magnified, Lord be magnified, Lord be magnified. Be magnified. Be magnified. There is nothing you cannot do. He's bigger than all our problems. Bigger than all our struggles. Bigger than the pandemic. He's bigger than everything. He holds all things. Acknowledges great God. Who is bigger than all our fears. He's bigger than all. Bigger than all your struggles. Bigger than all. Bigger than all your problems. Bigger than all your situations. He's bigger than all. He's bigger than all of this. You are bigger. You are bigger. You are bigger. You are bigger. You are bigger than all. This mountain you will remove. You are bigger than all the mountains before us. You are bigger than all those mountains. Kala rada da sheba la bada ba sheka bara bada ba shada das. 
We have a God that is bigger than all. We serve a God that is bigger than all. We have come to a God that is bigger than all. point stems from this realization this morning why I sense God is asking us to say it again and again is so that it will settle in our hearts that God is bigger than all are you still struggling about something please quickly settle it God is bigger than all of this your struggles God is bigger than it Jesus name we have prayed still on Isaiah chapter 6 when we acknowledge him return to him 
What are those things that have been looking bigger than God? It is time to prove that God is bigger than them. Verse 1. Come! Let us return to this bigger God. Brethren, come. Let us present those things that have been looking bigger than God. Present it to God. God is bigger than them. The first evidence to show that we are acknowledging and we mean what we are saying is to begin to confess our sins to him. Begin to bring those things. <laughs> when a man sees a bigger God, he drops a smaller one. <laughs> you know when two powers meet, the bigger one will make the smaller one to bow. Can you begin to cause the smaller ones in your life to bow? Come, let us return to God. Come, let us return to God. If God is bigger than all, now can you give up all those small, small, small things that have been looking big? It is time to turn to God. It is time to turn to God. I noted that in verse 3, before the issue of the latter rain, he made a remembrance of the former. The former rain. As it was in the former rain. The former rain was what broke you to salvation. I see sense in my spirit that if you are here, you have not encountered the former rain. To join us to pray for the latter rain. <laughs> you need to first pray for the former. But brethren, God is saying, return to that place from your first love. Return this morning. Can you return to him? Hosea said it. Let's return to him. Break up your fallow grounds. Break it up. Hosea chapter 10 verse 12. Break up your fallow grounds. For it is time to seek the Lord. That he may come and reign. Brethren, God will not release rain. You know, in Genesis, the Bible said it, that until God found a man, he did not release rain. Until God finds a man. The truth is, so many people have acknowledged he's great, he's bigger. But God did not find them. Remember the two sons, one said, I will go to the field. He said it, he cried it, but he never went. This morning. It is time to show that he is bigger. Can you confess those things to the Lord? Break up your fallow grounds. Break it up. For it is time to seek the Lord. It is time to turn in the right directions. Until it comes to reign righteousness. Whatever it is that has taken our attention away. Whatever it is that has distracted us. It is time to turn to the Lord. It is time to turn to the Lord. God gave an assurance in that same chapter 1. He has torn you by those sins. He has rebuked you. He will bind you. If you turn to him, he will bind you. That is the assurance verse 1 is giving us. If you will turn to him, he will not cast you away. He has torn us into pieces, but he will heal us. If those things have hurt you, if you turn to him, he will heal you of it. He said that 
He has injured us. But he will bind us up. If those things had injured us, he's assuring that if we turn to him, he will bind us up. He will bind us up. He will bind us up. This morning, it is a binded life. It's a life that God has bound. It is a life that God has healed. That is able to place demand. That is the ability actually. This morning, can we turn to him? This morning, can we confess this to him? Though he has wounded you, he's promising that there will be healing. Though that situation has kept you captive, are you listening to us from wherever you are? God is conscious of your listening. And he set you up for this. And he's saying, though that situation has injured you, if you return to him, he will heal you. If you return to him, he will heal you. Though you are in pieces, the Savior wants to put you back together again. Though your situation has scattered you, the Savior wants to put you together again. He wants to put you together again. Turn to him. He said, whosoever come unto me, I will by no means cast away. If you return to him, he will heal you. He will bind you. He will bind you. Can you repent of your disobedience that has scattered your life? Oh Lord, even though this disobedience has wounded us, but you say if we turn to you, you will heal us. We have come. Turn to him. Turn to him. He will heal you. He will heal you. He will heal you. He will heal you. Though you are scattered, he said that he will heal us. That's what the Bible says in Hosea chapter 6 verse 1. If you will come and turn to the Lord in repentance, though that situation has scattered your life, though that thing has made your family wounded, he said he will heal you. He will heal us if we will turn to him. Wherever you are, turn to him this morning. Even that confused state, that sin is bigger than it. That addiction, he's bigger than that addiction. So turn to him, he will heal you of it. That sickness that has made you to turn to places, he said he will heal you of it. That sickness that came as a result of disobedience, he will heal you. Can you repent this morning? Can you speak to the Father? For such, the Father has come to seek. As love of the Lord never ceases.
our Father, that is our hope. Lord, that is that which gives us hope in the midst of our helplessness. Lord, you have said in your word, if you have run with footmen and they have wearied you, what will you do with the swelling of Jordan? What will you do with chariots? If you have fainted in the land of peace, what will you do in the Jordan? Lord, we don't know that which is ahead, but we know that more lies ahead than we have seen behind. Father, pardon our fainting. Father, pardon our confusion. Father, pardon our casting about as though you had abandoned your throne. Father, please have mercy in the name of Jesus. Lord, no matter what any of us said, did, we plead that the blood of cleansing, the blood that speaks better things than that of Abel, speak on the behalf of each one of us, and that God, there will be no accounting and nothing to speak evil because of our misdeeds, our misquotes, our speakings that have been wrong. Father, forgive cleanse, expiate, make new in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord God, we stand before you pleading the covering of the righteousness of Christ. Pleading before you the covering of the gift of righteousness. Lord, we receive this and we say unto you belongeth mercies. You, O oh God, that delighted in mercy. And we receive individually, we receive as a church the mercies of the Lord, the sure mercies of the Lord, even this hour. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. We're still praying. We have come to pray. One evidence is when we arise from here, we do not go back. Men that know a mighty God. They don't talk of Goliath the way Saul, the way the other armies are talking. Your language will change. Your company will change. Your thinking should change. Your expectation should change. Your hope indeed should turn to him. We are still praying. We want to get to a point where we can place a demand for rain. A place where we can say, Oh Lord, revive thy work. We are still in Hosea chapter 6. Please join me as we go back there. We began this prayer early this year. And this morning, I sense the Holy Spirit will want us to press it a bit further. Verse 3. Let us press on to know him, to acknowledge him. Brethren, 
This dimension of God is the dimension you have reached at which you can place demand. There is something higher. God is able to do exceedingly. Can we press further? We are going to be praying for a hunger for his word. To know him more. The hunger that comes in us more than our necessary food to know the Lord. Brethren, one of it is in acknowledging what he has done. Those small, small things. This morning, we are going to be saying, Lord, I repent of my poor search and meditation on you and your word. I desire to press on to know you. We are going to be asking to know the Lord. We are going to be asking for a hunger to go deeper in knowing him. Remember we quoted this earlier on that day that do know their God. A little wonder Jesus in the midst of a stormy ship he knew God. He knew that time is not up. He could sleep. He could sleep in the midst of a storm. He knew this God. What dimension of God do you know? More of God. More of him. More about Jesus will I seek. Can we ask for more of the Lord? I want more of you. Jesus. The more I know you. your prayer this morning. I want more of you. I want to know you more. Lord, I want to know you more. I want more of you. The more I know, the more I want to know. Let that become our testimony after now. I want more of you. The more you know and the more you want to know, places a demand on the rain. Kalarada Shepa Rabasekada Shepa Rabasekabarada Sekha 
God, do a surgical work in our hearts. Pass through this congregation and give us a heart that longs for you. A heart that longs for more of you. A heart that wants more of you. Not the latest from NCDC. I want to know more of you. It's not the latest from NCDC. But Lord, I want to know more from you. Can you pray for yourself? Pray for yourself. I want to know you more. 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 Oh Lord, we want to know you more. As we press on to know the Lord, He will come. He will come unto us as the lottery. More of you, Lord. More of you, Lord. More of you, Lord. Lord, I want to know more of you. Lord, I want to know more of you. Lord, I want to know more of you. More of you. More of you. More of you, Lord. More of you. More of you. We want to see more of you in our midst. We want to see more of you in our homes. We want to see more of you in our offices. More of you, Lord. More of you in our society. We want more of you. Lord, I want more of you. Lord, we want more of you. More of you. More of you. I want more of you. Jesus' name we pray. I sense the Holy Spirit who want us to still pray on this more of Him. So many things has taken us. So many things have taken our time. In our covenant prayer, God said, Phone, phone, phone has denied us of more of Him. But we want more. We want more of Him. 
in Jesus name the understanding the Lord is bringing to my heart that will help us press further is that his divine power has made everything available to us all that pertain unto godliness his divine power has made it available to us but it is through the knowledge it is as we know him we take delivery of what the divine power has made available to, for us it is as we know him more that we are able to place demand on all that we need for life and godliness all not some his divine power has made everything available to us but through the knowledge this morning could it be that we have been in the midst of much and we do not know because we don't know him we don't know this aspect of daddy we don't know that this our father he is able to do that so we lack in that area more of him more of him more of him that understanding is so that he will pray for more to access all that his divine power has made available God is able to cause rain but we need men to, to draw it we need men that can source it men that know their God it is through the knowledge that we can place a demand this morning it is through that knowledge we can place that demand it is through that knowledge we can place that demand this morning can we pray for more as men that want to tap into all that divine power has made available to us this morning ask for more of him ask for more of him more of him I want more of you Jesus the more I know you the more I want to know you Jesus more of you ask for more I want more of you I want more of you. 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 I want name we pray please we must keep in this attitude of prayers one way to place a demand in that our text as we press on to know the Lord then he will come as the latter rain his divine power will make it available through that knowledge we place a demand on it quickly let's read Nehemiah quickly Nehemiah on Wednesday the Lord began with us from Zechariah chapter 12 verse 10 the spirit of grace and of supplication is one way we can place demand for this rain but want us, for want of time 
verse 4 Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 4 when the word of God was coming when the, the, the midweek message was going this scripture just struck my heart when our mommy was sharing that came very strong to my heart and that is what we are going to be asking the Lord to do to us verse 4 says when I heard these things I sat down and wept hey I don't know whether you understand what you are saying people saw it people brought if you read verse 1 oh when Hanani one of my brothers in verse 2 came it means that Hanani saw it brethren the spirit of supplication the burden for intercession had not caught Hanani for Nehemiah he just heard he just heard he began to cry brethren you see a whatsapp that flows around that gay people were doing party and you just push it aside Nehemiah just heard and he began to cry something had happened to his heart Hanani brought the news Hanani could describe it but Nehemiah just heard it something caught his heart what did God do to the heart of Nehemiah that just hearing caused him to start praying and something happened I hope we know that Nehemiah's prayer got results there is a heart that the spirit of grace and intercession has caught result will come on. you will not hear and start sharing you say ah mommy did you hear that you no when you hear it it takes you to the place of prayer Lord what you did to the heart of Nehemiah do it to my heart let me be a man that will make intercession let that spirit that caught the heart of Nehemiah that thing that will make Nehemiah not sit at peace haven't heard the desolation haven't heard the situation of things but will begin to cry to God release that spirit upon us O Lord can you begin to ask that the Lord will release that upon us the spirit of intercession the Bible says that and it was from that point Nehemiah began to pray something happened to his heart do something to my heart Lord give me that kind of heart I will not want to have that kind of heart that was in Hanani that he could only at best describe it oh he pressed on in the place of prayer he began to weep he began to pray Lord what you did to Hanani rather what you did to Nehemiah that made him a man that got result beyond Hanani Lord do to my heart Lord do this to my heart for some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the Lord before God the God of heaven Lord what did you do to Nehemiah's heart that caused him to hear a thing and he lost his rest he lost sleep he lost comfort Lord stir our heart release that spirit upon our heart release that spirit upon us that will no longer be like Hanani we will become Nehemiah the spirit of intercession the spirit of grace for intercession the spirit of grace to intercede Lord release upon us
the spirit of grace for intercession that we will take delivery of God's purpose for this our time. The spirit that will cause us to take delivery of what God has in stock for this generation. Lord, release upon us the spirit of grace and of intercession. He's the Holy Spirit. Let it do a work in your heart. Spirit, do your own thing now. Spirit, do your own thing now. Spirit, do your own thing now. What you did to Nehemiah, Lord, do to our hearts. Lord, do to our hearts. Lord, do to our hearts. Oh Lord, help us. In Jesus' name we pray. Our time is running out, but we must pray. Let's go to Numbers. We have been praying from that place, but the Lord is showing me something that we must pray from. Numbers 16, verse 46 and 47. We are going to be taking prayers for the church from there. Number 16. I saw some things that began to trouble my heart last night from that place. And I sense God will want us to pray about it. The Bible speaking here. And then Moses said to Aaron, Take the censer and put incense in it. Hmm. You know, I asked my wife a question last night. The question was that. When you have censer and there is incense in it and there is no fire, but read further. See what he said. And do what? No, no, not, not put fire. He said what? Put incense along with fire from the altar. I noted that. Fire from the altar. I hope we have not been raising censers with incense without fire from the altar. Fire from the altar. Fire from the altar. Oh, as I thought of fire from the altar, I remembered our weekend revival program. When the servant of God said, some people had gods to come to an altar because there is no fire. They will place a demand for money. Hi! Lord, return fire on the altar of your people. On the altar of the church. That our incense we sent. That the sensor we carry will make impacts. I noted the step by step way God through Moses told Aaron what to do. And I'm afraid it looks like our churches are losing fire on the altar. Set us on fire. Release your fire, O oh Lord, on the altars of our churches. So that men who will carry sensor in their hands with incense, fire must catch it. Fire must catch it. It is the fire. It is the censer that has incense with fire that brings a season of the plague. Oh, can we pray, Lord? Set our altars on fire again. Set the altars of our churches on fire. Let us not carry censers with incense without fire. Oh, send fire. Actually, the wall is supposed to turn to the church at this time. But it looks like there is no fire on the altar again. It looks like there is no fire on the altar. So we have so many people carrying incense in their censer, but no fire. Set us on fire again. Can we ask the Lord to release His fire? 
the fire, the fire, the fire, the fire, the fire, the fire. Hey. What is the use of an incense in a censer without fire? Lord, set us on fire. Release your fire. Lord, release your fire. Je take it, take it, take it at us. Lord, we need fire in our in our on our incense on the censer. Fire. Fire. Je take it, Oh, Lord, send your fire again. Send your fire again. Release your fire again. Release your fire again. Release your fire again. Lord, release fire on our altars. It was from the altar that this fire came. Otherwise, we will have sought for another kind of fire. But the fire from your altar. Oh, it reminds me of the days of Elijah. The God that answered by fire. Let him be God. The God that answered by fire. Let him be God. Oh, your fire. Your fire. Your fire. Set us on fire again. Set us on fire. One of the symbols of revival is fire. As rain is a symbol of revival, so is fire. Release your fire on our altars again. Release your fire on our altars again. Release your fire on our altars again. Release your fire on our altars again, O Lord. Oh my father Release your fire In Jesus name we pray In Jesus name we pray Brethren our time is up But we'll take This prayer one more And then We are going into another dimension of prayers And we end there did you notice something with Aaron? And do you know that you didn't need to look at your Bible? If you remember in the village, a man that is carrying fire, will he be walking like this? <laughs> you know the church is just going like this. There's no fire. When fire is there, there is haste. There is haste. The Father's work requires haste, actually. Urgency. Urgency. The church has lost the urgency. Because there is no fire. The Bible speaking said, and hurry. That was the instruction he gave him. Hurry, hurry, hurry. When you carry fire, you must be in a haste. You will be hurrying. Hurry and go in their midst. Hurry with that fire. Lord, let the impact of your fire that cause haste a sense of urgency by this fire release upon us release this on us actually that body gave him a sense of responsibility you are not careless when you carry fire you don't live anyhow you don't the church will no longer be like this we will not be at ease grant us that sense of urgency to hurry to hurry 
to hurry, to hurry, to hurry and stay this plague. The Lord will reign revival in the midst of this pandemic. It takes men, it takes men that are born with the fire in their censer. As their incense are born in their hurry. For brethren, Moses said, the assembly make atonement for them. Wrath has come forth. The plague has broken out. Men that have understanding of the time know what the church ought to do. It is a time for revival. Send us on fire with a sense of urgency. 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 Oh Lord, help us. Can we make atonement? As this fire comes, we will make atonement that will stay the plague. We stand in the gap by this little fire God has stayed in us today. And say, Lord, by your mercy, stay the plague. As our censer with the incense begin to burn, Lord, we make atonement and we say, Lord, stay this plague. Stay this plague. Stay this plague. In mercy, Lord, we know your wrath has come forth. You have assured us that this thing will come to an end, or we plead with you. We take our place and say, Lord, stay this. By the revival, by the revival that we come for, stay this plague. By the fires you set on the altars of men, stay this plague. Lord, stay this plague. Lord, stay this plague. Lord, stay this plague. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Still on that, God is saying to us that one thing to do now is to wait on the altar of God for fire, for a revival. That we will make atonement, we will carry fire. You know, sacrifice will count. It will go to heaven first when it's fire, when the fire has caught it. One thing we must engage in now is to beg for fire in our closets. Is to ask God for fire. We are going to one more prayer and I will end here. And what is it? Building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. We are going to make intercessions as the Spirit grants us enablement. As he has stayed in our hearts, we make intercession. Can we ask this hour? As the Spirit grants us enablement, let's make intercession.
of prayer the Lord has told us to ask for strength because we need it today we need it tomorrow we need it for the journey that is still afar we need it for however long it takes him for his mercy to stay this plague and to also sojourn ahead he said we should ask for that strength he said we should remain in Goshen he said we should seek out in righteousness. He said we should withdraw every hand, every leg that is already trying Egypt. We have prayed on them. Let now ask him for the refilling of the Holy Spirit. For the breaking out of the power of the Holy Spirit. That power, that fire, open your heart and as you pray now, just ask him. Be filled and be refilled with the Holy Spirit. That is his strength. That is his staying power. That is the wisdom in the understanding of our times. And that is where we need to be. That we can prevail. That he revives us. So as we sing that song two, three times, tell the Spirit of God, refill me again. Refill me again. Let the Holy Spirit move and fill everyone here. Then we are ready to go. We are ready to stay on the Lord. We are ready to walk in His strength and in His power. We are ready to go and to know the Lord. And we can remain in the God for the land until the Lord in His mercy stays this big.
Till everyone, till every heart, till every hope, till every result, come down in your path, till us again and repair. Thank you.
But in all things to remain standing. To remain looking unto you. And to remain strong arose in your hand. In these days protected and kept of you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Spirit of God. How you anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For you God was with him. You are here. The same power to heal. The same power that says I am the Lord that healeth you. And I will not let the diseases that fall upon the Egyptians to be your Lord. You are here. Your power is here. The reign of the Spirit is here. The healing virtue is here. Therefore everyone that is in any way, body, soul, spirit, wherever it ails you, just put your right hand there as a representation. Or upon your chest and receive from the Lord now. Part of this reign, this latter reign, the latter reign of healing, in Hosea, he says, come, let us return to the Lord. Though we have been wounded, though we have been stricken, he will heal us. He will heal us. He will heal us by the stripes upon the Lord Jesus. He who brought salvation. Salvation in his package. Soteria. Saving of soul. Saving of body. Healing. And the fullness of God's presence. You are made whole in the name of Jesus. Spirit of God. You who are the doing arm of God now in our generation. You have given us strength. To wither these days. In spirit. In mind. In knowing you. In pressing on to know you. And in body. Make us whole. That we can fully stand strong. Even now and in the days ahead. In the name of Jesus Christ. Heal your people. Heal your people. Every manner of infirmity. In whichever recess. In whichever part of the body. From the crown of the head to the sole of the feet. We receive your healing now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord make manifest your power. Spirit of God. The floodgate of your healing. Is made manifest. Take the glory of God. As you heal. As you heal. As you heal. One and all, as you hear, male and female, as you hear, all here, and all who listen, as you hear, in the name of Jesus Christ. Heal our land. Heal our land. Heal our land. In wrath, remember mercy. The wrath has gone out from you. Your anger has been on. The world is now mindful of it. But God, as David pleaded to fall into your hands in pestilence, because to you belongeth mercy, and your mercy is great. And therefore, as the pestilence came in your great mercy, Lord, as you saw the thousands, 
going down. Seventy already gone down. In your mercy, your anger was satiated. And you commanded the angel to stay the hand. And the plague was stayed. When your anger went forth, O God, again. Even before in the church in the wilderness. And the rod of the plague was on. And 14,000 had already gone. But as your servants made atonement, pleaded for mercy, pleaded for forgiveness, pleaded for healing, again you stayed the plague. Lord, we beg you, in your mercy, please stay the plague in the name of Jesus Christ. Heal our land. Forgive our sins. Forgive our leaders. Forgive us men who have made men the object of their worship. Forgive us men, world leaders, who have put themselves in your place as objects of worship. You gave wisdom, you gave knowledge, you gave technology. And as you did tell us, men turned them upside down. And have sought them. And we have not had any help. Lord we are counting more than 200,000 already dead. In Nigeria we have more than a hundred already dead. And Lord there are still many. In the land between the living and the dead. Some are at the point of death. Some are still living. Some are yet there. But God we stand again as Aaron your servant. And we whom you have made your chosen generation. Your royal priests. A holy people. As you cleanse us this morning. We stand in the gap. Between the living and the dead. In this nation and in the world. And we intercede. We intercede. And we plead, O oh God, in your mercy, as you bring men onto their knees, as you did say. As you bring men again to acknowledge your greatness and your majesty, as you did say. Lord, please stay the plague in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your visitation. Thank you for every heart here that is roused up. Roused up to continually pray. Roused up to continually sing your praise. Roused up to continually press on to know you. Roused on to keep in the land of Goshen. To maintain the work of righteousness. To stay within the boundary. In our mountain. In our speeches. In our association. In the things we do now and in the days of earth. Within the boundary where your love and mercy can yet protect us like those in the land of Goshen and that you will form a demarcation and when you see the blood of protection that yet covers in righteousness the plague and every other destruction will pass over in the name of Jesus thank you Lord because you are the Lord who reigns blessed be your name O God in Jesus name we pray and everyone say amen. amen. And everyone say amen. amen. And everyone say amen. amen. Praise the Lord.